Hello, and welcome to this podcast summary of the meeting of the IAASB held in New York the week of September the 16th, 2013. I'm James Gunn, IAASB Technical Director, and I'm joined by Professor Arnold Schilder, Chairman of the IAASB, and Dan Montgomery, IAASB Deputy Chair, and Board Member Kosslyn McCabe. Welcome, all of you. Uh, first, Arnold, could you touch uh, on the highlights of this week's board meeting? Of course, James. Thank you. Um, Overall, I thought we had a very stimulating and successful, productive meeting. Um, I found it very stimulating because of the range of topics that we dealt with, but also uh, the quality of the debates and the views, uh, certainly with this wide variety of topics. It was on ISAE 3000. It was the related framework on assurance, but also a bit on audit reporting, uh, other information, uh, disclosures, audit quality framework, strategy. Um, and on that last one, um, we had a first discussion of our draft consultation paper on the future strategy for the period 2015 to 2019. Um, so we would take on board uh, the strategy, but also the work program for that time. We had discussed it with the consultative advisory group, the CAC, and took account, of course, of their input, but we had a very lively discussion then in the board. I think I'm fair in saying that the board was pretty supportive of the plan presented. At the same time, and that was really very good, uh, challenging on some important considerations. Is the overall strategy clear? Um, is it developed as it could have been? Have we thought enough about how best to achieve it, also from a resource perspective? Can we even be more responsive than already in this rather ambitious plan is suggested? So we will continue to discuss that in the steering committee and come back. Um, we noted uh, certainly support for the balance of efforts on quality and quality control, but also the proactive monitoring and preparing for new assurance, like integrated reporting, um, and also other areas, um, including enhancing our relationship with the international regulatory community, like IFIA, the audit regulators, IOSCO, and uh, similar groups. So we have to work on that as well. Well, that's for now the variety, but let me now really turn to Kortstam uh, McCabe, the chair of our task force on 3,000 for some more words about the approval of this uh, standards and related documents. But I have to say it is a tremendous success for a challenging project. We also noted the hard work of predecessors like Bill Kinney, who chaired this project for a long time. But, Kortsen, uh, my warm congratulations to you, the task force and staff, um, for achieving this. Up to you. Thank you, Arnold. As Arnold has noted, the board did indeed have a very successful week with the finalization of ISA 3000, the umbrella, or as we fondly refer to it, the parent standard for assurance engagements other than audits and reviews of historical financial information. ISA 3000 is a very important standard. It supports practitioners in the performance of a wide range of assurance engagements beyond traditional financial statements audits which given innovation is extremely important. The revision of ISA 3000 um, focuses on attestation engagements, but can be applied 
adapted and supplemented as necessary to direct engagements. The ISAE has been drafted in clarity format and contains additional requirements, but more importantly, enhanced application and explanatory material. One area where significant enhancements have been made, in particular in response to comments received on exposure, is in the area of limited assurance engagements, with significantly more guidance on the extent and nature, the extent and nature of the work effort. In addition to approving 3,000, we also approved conforming amendments to its three children, being ISAE 3402, dealing with assurance engagements at, on controls at service organizations, ISA 3410, dealing with greenhouse gas statements, and ISA 3420, dealing with the compilation, uh, assurance on compilation engagements for financial information in a prospectus. And we also approved some conforming amendments to the assurance framework. Thank you, Kaslan. Um, with this successful uh, approval by the board this week, the final standard will be submitted to the PIOB for purposes of its review of due process. And subject to that, we staff intends to release the final documents by the end of December or at the latest early January next year. Uh, these will be available on the IWSB website. However, updated agenda items that reflect the final decisions uh, within the documents will be made available on the IWSB website as part of the meeting agenda material in the following weeks. Now, Dan, may I turn to you? Um, I know this is probably the first time for many, many meetings. Auditor reporting was not directly as a specific topic on this week's agenda meeting. However, uh, I understand the IWSB continues to be active uh, on the topic and also had a related project on the meeting this week in terms of reporting on other information. Uh, could you give us a brief update? Yes, thank you, James. And uh, as you note, uh, auditor reporting was not on the formal agenda for this week's meeting. Uh, following the unanimous approval of the exposure draft at the June meeting, but of course, this important project is always top of mind for the IAASB. And to uh, report for our listeners uh, a, a couple of developments. Last week, we had a very good discussion with the IAASB's Consultative Advisory Group, RCAG, and reporting back to them how their excellent input was addressed by the board in finalizing the exposure draft. And of course, the CAG continues to be very supportive of our auditor reporting project. Uh, also, because of the importance of the auditor reporting project, we wish to maintain the momentum during the exposure period, uh, which, uh, as a reminder, closes on the 22nd of November. So we updated the board this week briefly on a discussion uh, between IAASB leadership and staff about opportunities for outreach and further dialogue with some of our important stakeholder groups, and that would include the firms and any plans that they may have for field testing of proposed ISA 701, uh, national standard setters, and of course, organizations representing users, uh, investors, and other users of financial statements. So now we uh, await the comments on the exposure draft and uh, the board will, will certainly have many discussions during 2014 as we look to 
have final standards in place by the end of next year. James, you, you also mentioned the, another important project of the board, and that is uh, the update to ISA 720 on the auditor's responsibilities relating to other information. Uh, we did indeed have a very good discussion this week on a revised draft of ISA 720 reflecting comments received on exposure. The board reaffirmed what we are aiming to achieve with this revision to ISA 720 and agreed the key aspects that are at the core of this very important project. And if I could just summarize those briefly, that's providing clarity about the scope of the documents or information that would be covered, guidance on what the board has referred to as an intelligent reading of the other information that is informed by the auditor's knowledge and understanding of the entity and its environment acquired during the course of the audit. A third element as a part of this in intelligent reading, providing clarity about the nature and extent of any procedures to be performed to consider whether there may be a material inconsistency between the other information and the audited financial statements or a material misstatement of fact. And then finally, a reporting aspect, a statement in the auditor's report describing the auditor's responsibilities and the outcome of the auditor's work effort. And of course, that is an important link to the IAASB's auditor reporting project. So following the discussion this week, the ISA 720 Task Force, led by board member Cedric Gallard, will give further consideration to the input from the board discussions this week, as well as considering developments on related projects in other jurisdictions on other information, uh, most notably the PCAOB in the U.S. And the board will again be discussing ISA 720 at our meeting in December. James, back to you. Thank you very much, Arnold, Coughlin, and Dan, for your um, very informative uh, and uh, summary highlights of these important developments of the IAASB. The next meeting of the board will be held the week of December 9th in New York. This concludes the podcast summary of the board's meeting for September 2013. Meeting highlights and a full audio recording of the board's discussions are also available on the website, the IAASB website. Thank you very much for your listening.